0: is Earth Tribe Radio, Hey, Jill. Hey, Fiona. Hey, Fiona. De- Hi. We have Dina on the line, and Dina is a graduate of the Fashion Institute. She makes incredible clothes. She sews, she knits, she crochets, and um, she also is an amazing cook, and she's really good at working out what to do when you don't have much in the house, which is perfect for right now.
1: I can't wait to hear. Well,
2: I'm very excited to be with you guys. You know, this is, these are very extraordinary times. And um, I have a husband, so I'm cooking for him, but I'm also cooking for someone else, a neighbor who lives nearby who's in his 80s. And so I'm trying to make foods that are comfort foods, you know, things from our childhood oh, in America. Nice. I mean, I I actually have a more sophisticated palate than, than these guys because I've traveled all over the world. But when you have limited things, you can't really go to the store. And we live in a place where it's very, very difficult to get what you need. You have to actually quote go down the hill to either uh, Valencia or um, Bakersfield to go to a real market, because the markets here, not only do they charge too much, but they just don't have uh, a very big selection. Mm. So most people now are having a really hard time. There is food help. Boxes of food are being delivered. Even up here, boxes of food are being delivered, and in the boxes, besides the few staples, you know, uh, raw foods like um, mirepoix with carrots, celery, and onions. We haven't received any onions yet because my husband works at the food bank, but we did get uh, carrots and celery and lettuce. But most people have access to, you know, an onion, a carrot, and, and some celery. And if you chop that up, Little thing that that helps you make a lot of different things. Mm. Um, how are you guys doing? Do you have have you been able to shop? Did you have staples in your house? Um,
1: yes. How
0: about you, Jill? Uh
1: Yes. Uh, just before, I think the day before the the uh, lockdown, as they call it here, um, my husband and I had gone out and done some food shopping, but not much because my husband has... Because we live in the wilderness, so we live pretty far from any shops and um, pretty much off the grid. So we we keep a good stock of uh, big things, uh, vats of beans and, you know, uh, rice.
2: You have rice.
1: And, yeah, and um, I also love to work with um uh tomato soups and creating mm, dishes oh. out of tomato soups because you can do so much with that with a tomato soup. Um so yeah, we did we did pretty good. I mean I'm I have my little moments after five or six weeks here thinking, Ooh, applesauce. <laughs> oh, I wonder where the applesauce went, you know. But we're doing okay.
2: Do you have any any apples? Do you have access to apples?
0: Yes,
1: yes. and I'm saving those so that we can crunch those up and make applesauce out of them. They're right there waiting for it. Um, But I I think this is a, a, a most creative time, so I don't sit here thinking I'm missing out on something. I feel like, oh, this is a time to be so creative about what what we can put together, you know.
2: Do you eat potatoes,
1: Jill? Uh, I love potatoes. Too many potatoes, but I love potatoes.
2: And okay, love well,
1: let me talk. Let me
2: talk about potatoes for a minute.
1: Okay. Um, cool. I'm
2: Jewish, and one of the things that we do with potatoes is make potato latkes. Oh,
1: I love potato latkes. Did the did the applesauce give you the clue?
2: Yes, it was the <laughs> applesauce that did it. But here's what you can do, Jill. Here's okay. what you can do. You can grate your potatoes, five potatoes, you know, if they're big and more if they're little. Mm-hmm. You squeeze out all of the liquid. You want to make them as dry as possible. You add, um, if you have five potatoes, you need <clears throat> two to three eggs. You want it to, you want it to really hold it together. So you, you grate it like you're going to do for you grate a whole onion for five potatoes. Okay. A whole big onion, and then you can use breadcrumbs, you can use mozzarella, you can use flour, whatever you have available. And you after you've squeezed it out and you put in the other ingredients and you have to put salt because potatoes require salt.
1: Yes, exactly.
2: And I always put a little pepper too. And so then. Instead of making pancakes out of it, you put it in a casserole dish. And what you do is you take some oil and you put it in the bottom of your baking dish. And then you put your baking dish in the oven at about, um, 400 degrees. When the oil, when you take some water and you put, and you Put it on the oil and it sizzles.
1: Yeah.
2: Then you take your baking dish out and you put in your potato mixture. Then you put a little bit more oil on top and you bake it. It takes about forty to forty-five minutes, uh, and you do that about. You can do that three seventy-five, and you want to have kind of a crust on top. You want it to, yes. you know, be like a potato latke. Yeah. And then you can cut it up in pieces. And eat it with applesauce or applesauce and sour cream, and you
0: can also freeze it.
1: Oh, wonderful. You could, you could
0: probably also put some kind of a topping on it and kind of make it into a kind of a pizza thing, too, couldn't you?
1: Well, well it's so good. <laughs> it's such a good thing. <laughs> this, if we're talking this, taste, about, this taste is just the, the most uh, amazing taste, I, and I found them about I, – I had my first batch of about – Three or four years ago, and I thought, "Oh, what is this?" I was at a at a Jewish deli, and I thought, "Oh, what is this?" And they were telling me, "I said, bring some more, bring some more." So, thank you for this recipe. That would be wonderful. Well, it's very
2: easy. It's very easy, and Jill, it's re- you know with sour cream and um, sour cream and applesauce. But if you have any caviar, if you have a little <laughs> jar of caviar. You just put a little tiny taste of caviar on the portion that you serve. And once we're out of this and we can all get together again, I'll make some for you because I just love to do it.
1: Okay. You're on. I'll take you up on that. (laughs) Uh, You know,
2: and talking about pizza, let's talk about pizza. Okay. Now, Fiona is not only a vegan – but she also doesn't do, um you know, regular bread.
1: God, I hate
2: being 75. What? Wait, right. So you can do cornmeal, right? Not really, no,
0: but no, rice flour I can do, not cornmeal.
2: You can't do cornmeal because if you can make, there's a little box of jiffy, Cornbread, Jill, do you know that? Yes. Do you remember that? That little tiny box, I think it's 67 cents still. It used to be 25 cents, now it's 67 cents. You can get them at the dollar store. So you mix them as they say, and you can mix water or milk or whatever, you, you know, whatever you're allowed to put in yours, and you put it in a pie tin. Then you take, you can take ground meat if you're able to eat that, or turkey, or lamb, or whatever you have, or Fiona gets this wonderful sausage. It is the best sausage I've ever had, and it is completely vegan.
0: Tell them about the sausage, Fiona. It's so good. Yeah, it's available at all the health food stores and at Trader Joe's. I can't remember what it's called, but it's actually very delicious.
1: What
0: is it? What is it? It's is kind it tofu? Of a uh, kind of a tofu? It kind of soy. Yes, I can't
2: do it. Whatever it is, it tastes really like meat. You, you have to read the ingredients, and I can't remember either. But it's just the best I've ever had. But Jill, if you can eat real meat, you don't need to do this. You know Fiona doesn't eat meat, so yes. that's why I'm talking about this. But so you. You take it out of the whatever it is, if you're using the sausage, or you cook your little meat with, again, very fine chopped onions. You can put in little red peppers. You can use your can of tomato soup. My mother used to use ketchup instead of tomato soup. But anything you have that's tomatoey to mix in with this, and you want to make the sauce thick, so you want to cook it down. So if you're using... It's better to use cream of tomato soup and or just not add water to it, because mm-hmm. you want this mixture to be thick. And then you stick that all over the cornbread mix. Then you put your cheeses on top. If you can't do real cheese, there's lots of there's lots of cheeses now that melt that are not you know, that are vegan. Mm-hmm. But we just use real cheese and mozzarella and different things. And you bake it, and you have pizza. It's different, but it's really good. My mother used to make it when we were kids.
1: And the other thing I, I, I like just with that uh, is using cauliflower as the crust of the pizza. I grate, a lot, of, I grate oh. a lot of uh, cauliflower, and and get that and use that as the um the, the pie crust. see. I'm also
2: by I'm allergic to cauliflower, so okay. I can't really do cauliflower, right. but I think it's great for Fiona and Bob and I yeah. think it's great for most people. I wish I could.
1: Yeah. It's a good veggie. It's a forgotten veggie often.
0: A lot of people yeah. Eat... Instead of um, rice or instead of um, spices for things. Uh, again, if you can use it, it's great. And uh, otherwise, uh, you know, I, I think the wonderful thing now for all of us is it, as you said in the beginning, that it's an, it's a time to be inventive and, and just play with it and have fun with it rather than feeling like we don't have this, 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 or this. Well, you know,
2: also, even. The- Kids, it's so great to get kids involved if they're at home with you, you know. And because all of them now pretty much in the state of California and most places are online on the Internet, you can look up recipes, and there's lots of really fabulous recipes with three items or four items that you can do. You know, what I'd really like to do now is talk about, oh, oh, I'm not done with potatoes. Uh, Oh, I'm
1: not done with potatoes either, but keep going. (laughs) Keep going. Well, I I made a potato leek soup. Uh, And
2: and let me tell you what I did. So I saw this thing on the Internet, and it said that you don't have to throw away your onion peels, your ends of your celery, all of the ends of your vegetables if you put them in a crock pot with water. And you cook them a really long time, you get a vegetable broth, mm-hmm. and so I did. I put even the garlic in in, and it was really a good vegetable broth.
1: Oh, how wonderful! <laughs> but I
2: didn't, I didn't want to eat it as is. So, I had some more mush, some more um, onions, and I had two leeks, and they were going to go bad if I didn't use them. So I cut them up small, I cut up the onion, I also cut up a small carrot and a little bit of celery, because I'm really into carrot and celery for some reason, it just kind of is, you know, I put it in everything if I can. And I cooked that for a really long time, and I actually added, I had the vegetable broth, and it wasn't quite enough, so I had... Some beef broth, and I put in that, but you could, you can just do vegetable broth. It doesn't matter. Or chicken broth. Whatever you have that you like, you can use.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then, so I cooked that and cooked that and cooked that until I could smell it. And then when I could smell it, I immersion blended it. Now, you can do it in any kind of blender. You can use an immersion blender, which is my, if I could only have one tool at home that for cooking, it would have to be that. Do you have one of
1: those, Jill? Um, not really. We we are pretty much. We've got a little electricity, but that's about it. We've got propane to to heat things up, to heat the stove up. Little, you know. So we're talking about wilderness cooking, but I we have. Um, but you know, but we, you have a use, mixer. Use, we have a We have a Vitamixer.
2: Yes, you can use that. But you could also use a potato masher
1: yeah
2: I know of those. Mash those you can just mash those vegetables in and make it as as watery you know make it as much of a a brothy kind of thing as possible. Then you add your peeled and cut up potatoes, and you want to make you want to add enough i for, I had a great big pot, so I added um four baking potatoes that I peeled. And I then cooked them until they were done, and then I potato mashed them in. And the reason you want to do that is because if you use a Vitamix or immersion blender or any of those things on potatoes, you get glue. You get glue? I mean, you really get glue. Yeah, you get glue. It okay, really yeah. gets awful. So yeah. you really want to mash them in. And it's taken me a long time to figure this out because i I've tried different ways of doing it. And, you know, I always put in a favorite herb. I happen to like um, tarragon for potatoes, but a lot of people like thyme or I love thyme with
1: potatoes. Or, I love thyme with potatoes.
2: I have oh. thyme growing right outside my door, and I live, I live 45 minutes from kind of anywhere, too. So I live in Fraser Park. Uh-huh. you know, which is, like, yeah, in the middle up, of nowhere. Up
1: 33. We up the mountain. Yeah.
2: Right. But it's also up to five. You know, I'm I'm in, near Gorman, so. Right. Um, but that potato leaf soup was a huge hit. I mean, I, I mean, love
1: potato leaf soup. And I, it was gone.
2: It I mean, was completely gone.
1: Let me also say another thing, because, uh, you know, for a, for quite a while, I was just cooking for myself and not cooking for anybody else, and that's when I discovered the joys of baked potatoes and doing twice baked potatoes. And sometimes I oh, would I love, love twice baked. Yes, and then in the, you could put in your onions and your cheese and whatever. You could freeze it. You know, they're freezeable, and then you can oh, just oh, you can freeze up. them. Oh, that's yes, wonderful! absolutely, that. you can, and then you just. Uh, uh, nuke it, and then it comes, oh, it just melts. It's, it's amazing. And the other thing that I love to do is uh, a really lovely big baked potato, baked in the oven, not microwave. And then you scoop out all the potato and mash that up and put it back in and add your vegetables. And I love it with spinach, and I like to add a little mayonnaise to the spinach because it makes it, it like cream spinach, and that with a baked potato is phenomenal.
0: Sounds wonderful.
1: What do you do with potatoes, Fiona?
0: Well, I, I, we, we have an air fryer, so Bob loves fried uh, french fries that are done with air, but I just want to mention something that... Do you um, remember the
1: potatoes I made for you that I made in the cast iron pot in the oven?
0: Mm-hmm. Delicious. It was so sort of delicious, falling yeah. apart. Yeah, yeah. Delicious. yeah, what did you do? What did you do? Well,
1: I took, uh, bake, you know, big baked potatoes and chopped the top and the bottom off flat. And then I put it in a cast iron frying pan with a little oil to seal the bottoms, okay, the the bottom and the top. Then they go in okay. with, with for, for Fiona, it was... Um, uh, vegetable broth uh, so When I did do it for other people I do it with a chicken broth Put a lid on it Add butter And you add a lot of I did uh, uh, What was the herb Rose What No What, uh, what was the Thyme And thyme, thyme. 45 really minutes good. And then The potato um, is, Get the crust On top and the bottom But it just soaks up all the, it soaks up the butter, it soaks up the vegetable oil, and when you put your knife through this, you don't need to add anything else. You don't need to add pepper, salt, nothing. It was just, it's a meal. So do you, you put them You put them on their edge? So that I the, put them on the their edge. Cut off? And I cut off. And I cut off, yeah,
0: okay.
1: and then it just, Soaks up the vegetable broth or the chicken broth, uh, which you also put some butter in, which you you, you need to do, and whatever seasonings you like. I just like to use the um, whatever it was I just said. Um, time. Time, thank time. you. Um, and I, it's just quite amazing. And my son had found this recipe online somewhere. And I thought, oh, I'll try it, and it's just it's wonderful. It, it's a, it it takes a little bit of time and thought to make it, but once you've made it and you've remembered how to do it, it's only 40 minutes. It's only 40 minutes. And I think with Fiona, didn't I do it with a salad?
0: Yeah, well, yes, she did. It was all really delicious. And, the thing with that is that if you bake them twice, that one isn't baked twice. But if you bake them twice, you yeah. let them cool down and then you reuse them. The glycemic index, if people are worried about that, is cut more than half. So it really it's, it gets becomes resistant starch, so it doesn't shoot our sugar up, which is really helpful. Too. Which is
1: really important. That's I really wonderful. This from the chef at the Pritikin Center for Longevity, I think. Uh, and they were showing the chef there showed how to make the twice baked potatoes, and it's it's you know the it's a, it's, a, it's wonderful, it's wonderful. And you can
2: add yeah, it I love to I it. love them. So do you, my husband won't eat them, but I love them. He doesn't like he's he's like a baby and he likes baby food. Nothing that's browned, everything oh. that's almost raw. You know, he he was at. Um, what is her name in Puerto Rico that the raw food oh, place?
1: Yes, um,
2: yes, yeah. I know. My so, sister was so there. He he really likes that, and so I try to make you know, like I have my baby food one, which is tuna and pea casserole. I love tuna and pea casserole. Yes, and and you know you can you can just use almost anything. You can use a can of mushroom soup. You can use, yep. you can make your own. It, it's really simple to do, and my, I call that number one baby food. That was, everybody loved that one. And then well, my number two
1: baby food. Can I just say, was, it, just while you're doing this tuna cake. and peas, is I do yeah. a bechamel, bechamel sauce, and then I add the tuna fish, and then I add the peas. Ah. mix it all together and then it goes on toast.
2: Oh, that sounds good. It really Yeah, my is. mother used to make it like that. My mother yeah. used to make uh tuna thing on toast. Oh, and speaking of something on bread, um let's talk about beans for just a minute. Beans are, you know, so versatile and you can now get organic beans in the can. <laughs> at a market called Aldi or Trader Joe or Grocery Outlet Bargain Market or any market near anybody that has um, any organic food and at Trader Joe they're about a dollar something twenty nine but at Aldi they're eighty six cents a can for Mm -hmm. organic black beans and the cans are BPA free. So, oh, wow. When I knew this was going to happen, I bought eight cans wow. of beans cuz I can I can make chili out of them and I don't have a kitchen. So, it's really it's really hard when you don't re- have a real kitchen to to try to make food. But my mother used to make this dish when I we were kids called Texas Jack. And this is when we were really really poor and she would have two hot dogs for the three of us, that would be it. And mm-hmm. she'd go, oh, my gosh, what i am I going to do? But she had always had a can of beans on hand. And so she'd take her can of beans, she'd add um, some pepper, you know, chopped pepper. She'd add some onion. She always had onion. She always had green pepper. I don't like green pepper. But now you can get red or yellow, you know. Um, and whatever... Other little things she had lying around. Sometimes she had some bacon, and she'd put some bacon in it, and whatever. So she'd add ketchup. She always added ketchup. You add soup, she adds ketchup,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you can put in, you know, some chili kind of seasonings, and you cook that all up. You add your very small chopped hot dogs because you know they don't—they're usually pre-cooked. So you can heat it up in that. And then if you have a piece of toast or a half an English muffin, you toast that, and you put your beans on top, and then you put some cheese on top, and it's called Texas Jack. Wow.
1: That's that's wonderful. It's like in England, you know, the high tea for children at 4 o'clock would be beans on toast. Beans on toast, right? Beans I've, on toast, I've had and it. very often we would cut up a hot dog into little pieces to add to, you know, the various toasts that had beans on it, and that's what the children would eat at their their high tea. But beans, well, I see, they, we used to eat it. We
2: were little kids, and she, we loved it, especially yeah. you know, especially on an English muffin. But Fiona, you could do that without the cheese, or get some kind of vegan cheese and for you for you and real cheese for Bob and you can um, use those those really wonderful vegan hot dogs and cut that up and yeah, all you're
0: and doing al- is so and also with the beans they're very filling for people and i think they're a wonderful alternative if they don't have meat or they don't even have cheese Be- beans are filling and you can play with them in so many ways Uh, We're almost finished here, ladies. One of the things I'd like to ask both of you is what do you do when you don't have the things you need and you look in the cupboard, what goes through your mind and and what processes do you both use to work out what to make and and what to to cook? Jill, you want to go first?
1: Sure. So our cupboard is very small. But uh, I did this the other day. I looked in there, and I thought, ooh, what have I got here that I could create something? Because this whole time that we've been isolated, it's like it's so, so creative, it's so creative. So I look to see, oh, there's that, and I pulled that out, and I think, well, what can I add to that? It's kind of like stone soup. Do you know Do you know that? What stone uh, soup yeah, I, I do know about stone
2: soup. <laughs> stone because, soup because I have low I have low iron and my my husband's always telling me oh you just need you just need one of my pieces of iron here and
1: we'll put that in the pot and we'll make stone well, we'll make iron soup. Stone soup uh, is is a I think it's a British thing, but you you get a pot of water and you put a stone in there, and then you say well what a, what kind of soup. What do I want to add for the stone? And then you, you go for the carrots. Or I look for garbanzo beans. I look for all kinds of beans, uh, what I can make. And today I made a, for lunch, I made a pasta out of a box that had some pasta left in it with a tomato soup. Um, and I cooked the pasta first, drained it, and then I added the tomato soup to the hot pasta and then grated cheese into it as it was warming up. It was perfect, absolutely perfect little lunch for us, you know. I could have added some onions. I could have done some onions, which would have been really nice with it, but that's what I look for. I look for creativity. What can I do with what I have here? Well, I try to keep a
2: pantry and a refrigerator that has stuff in it that doesn't go bad, like... Panko breadcrumbs, or matzo meal, mm-hmm. or um, and I always have onions. I, I try to have onions, carrots, and celery. Those, you know, that's my my. We're, big we're growing the carrots
1: and the celery on our windowsill here.
2: Perfect. So when you have those things and an I onion,
1: yeah,
2: and you know, you, you always have something to eat. You can always create something. I always have beans in the cupboard. I always have um, some kind of pasta. Uh, You know, also, I have decided I usually have fresh mushrooms, but now I have some dried mushrooms, and I also have some canned mushrooms. And I've been using those. And I think that, you know, with some mushrooms and some carrots, some onions, and you can always figure out something. You know, don't forget your stone.
1: Don't forget your stone to put in that pot. Don't forget your stone. remember.
0: Make sure you don't bite on the thing. <laughs> remember,
2: when well, you take it off before you, before you eat, whatever. Yeah. Remember there was that show where they would give the chefs a weird assortment of things and then you had to make things. Yes. You had to make a whole meal out of that. Well, you know, I pe- people should look up those shows because they were very, very creative in what they did. And if you just think about it for a while, what do you like to eat? You know, what, what will your children eat? And actually, if you have children at home, it's really fun to ask them how, the, how they would put something together, what they would like,
1: mm-hmm. because
2: sometimes they come up with some really, really, really interesting things.
1: Very. And I agree there. I,
2: I, have, I have been given some uh, cans of salmon, and so I made some salmon patties. And, again, I put onions in it, and actually I grated up a carrot and put that in it, too. And if you have zucchini, I, you know, I just grate zucchini into pasta. I grate carrots into pasta. I, oh, lovely. I just lovely. take whatever there is and put it
0: together and make something. Yep. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Well, this has been such a lovely discussion, ladies. Thank you so much. But we're uh, not Gina. done yet.
1: We'll have to all get together again.
0: Yes, we'll have to get together again. Thanks for joining us, Dina. It's been really great, and um, we'll do this well, again. Well, it's really fun. We'll do this again. Uh, this is Earth Tribe Radio,
1: www.earthtriberadio.com. Your home on planet Earth.